This is the inaugural episode of the Biblical Courage Podcast. I'll give you a short overview of why I created the podcast, explain the format, and preview what you can expect in upcoming episodes. I'm your host, Paul Horrocks, and this is the Biblical Courage Podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Let me give you an overview of the podcast and what you can expect to hear. The first thing I want to do is tell you why I started the podcast. To do that, I'm going to tell you a small part of my story. Just a small part. So I grew up in a Christian home. My father is a pastor. And I guess I must have been a difficult kid, because when he baptized me, he held me under just a little too long. He said, I baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son, and who's that third guy? My father led a very solid Christian church. So I grew up with a clear understanding of the Bible and what it means to live as a Christian. I also grew up with incredible examples of people in the church who were willing to live out their Christian faith even when it was personally costly. The church was amazing, but unfortunately, I was a stubborn teenager and I wanted to do things my way. Not Frank Sinatra's way, not my parents' way, not God's way, my way. So I left for college, I walked away from Christianity, and I didn't come back for about 12 years. I shouldn't say I walked away. I actually ran away. I mean, I sprinted. During that time, I chased all the things of the world. They seemed like they were fun for a while, but in the end, I figured out they were all really empty. So after realizing there must be more to life than chasing money and sex and fame and power, I started to re-explore Christianity. Over about a three-year period, I reread the Bible. Yes, the whole thing, even Leviticus and Malachi. I read apologetic books, and I started attending church. And I came to the realization that Jesus is who he said he is, and the Bible is truth. So I recommitted my life to Jesus. Now, when I came back to the church, I was living in New York City, and I attended a number of different churches. I found that my experience at those churches was a little different from my experience growing up. Let me explain what I mean. As most Christians know, or should know, When the Bible and the culture come into conflict, Christians are called to follow the Bible. This is not hard to understand. It's just hard to do. At the church where I grew up, most of the time, people would choose to follow the Bible. It's not that they weren't sinful. They were. We all are. But generally speaking, they had a worldview that the Bible was right, and if the culture disagreed, then the culture was wrong. Not only was this a great example for me, but it was also really encouraging when I found myself in the same situation where I had to choose between the Bible and the culture. I always knew there was a group of people at church who agreed with me that I should follow the Bible. It made it easier to be a Christian. Not that it was easy, it just made it less difficult. When I came back to the church as an adult, I guess I must have missed a memo while I was gone because things were very different. Generally speaking, when the Bible and the culture came into conflict, the people at the church would follow the culture. The attitude seemed to be, I really like the part of Christianity where I get to go to heaven, but I don't like the part where I actually have to submit my life to Jesus. That part is not as much fun. What surprised me even more is that the leaders of these churches were aware of this, but seemed to have very little interest in challenging their congregations, at least not in any meaningful way. And as I've talked to more Christians from around the country, I don't think this is a problem that is limited to New York City. 
That's not to say there aren't great churches that are doing a phenomenal job of challenging their congregations and highlighting the truth of the Bible. There absolutely are. I've just come to the conclusion that the churches that do that well are the exception rather than the rule. Now, many of the churches that are failing to challenge their congregations are trying to make Christianity appealing to people who don't know Jesus. They're evangelizing. And that is an admirable goal, but to accomplish this goal, they are often going out of their way to avoid the topics in the Bible that conflict with the culture. Right now, that's a lot of topics. Our culture is moving further from Christianity, and it's moving quickly. And these churches are doing very little to celebrate the people who have the courage to follow the Bible instead of the culture. Instead, they spend a lot of time highlighting where the Bible and the culture agree. While this may make the Bible initially more appealing to non-Christians, it fails to prepare the congregation to live for Jesus when it's hard. And it's hard a lot. It also doesn't inspire Christians to speak truth into the culture. So my experience coming back to church was actually really discouraging. I had recommitted my life to Jesus. I was excited about this. I was trying to put to death all those areas of my life where I had previously been following the culture instead of the Bible. And let me tell you, it was a lot of areas. So I wanted to spend time with Christians who would help me and challenge me to follow the Bible, especially in all those areas. I wanted to hang out with people who would inspire me with their own examples of Christian courage, the kind of examples I saw regularly when I was growing up. Instead, I found myself going to church with people who largely wanted to compromise with the culture. They wanted everyone to like them. They didn't want any tension. Now, of course, there were exceptions. Some people had incredibly strong faith and were willing to face persecution to live out their Christian beliefs. And I gravitated towards those people since they were the ones who impressed me. But in my experience, they were, again, the exception and not the rule. So my point in all this is I came back to church and I didn't see a celebration of Christian courage. It was more a celebration of Christian compromise. It was like your teacher challenging everyone to get a C. Now, you might be thinking, why is it important for Christians to have courage? The answer is that it's incredibly difficult to be a Christian. Jesus and the apostles made clear that if you're a Christian, in this life, you are going to have trials, and the world is going to hate you. Jesus didn't mean they were going to hate you the way that I hate zucchini because it's mushy and disgusting. He meant they were going to hate you in a, I really want to burn you at the stake kind of way. It is not easy to be hated like that by the culture and still follow Jesus. It's really hard. Yet, that's what we're called to. Jesus said it's going to be hard, but he also said it's worth it. So I started this podcast because I want to celebrate Christian courage. I want to share stories of Christians who inspire you to choose the Bible over the culture even when it's hard. I also want to share stories that will show you that it is worth it. So I hope you'll be encouraged by this podcast. I also hope it will prepare you for times when you do face trials in this life. Next, I want to tell you about the format. I chose the name Biblical Courage because, first of all, there aren't a lot of .com domains left. So it's generally really hard to find one unless you make up a fake word or misspell a word. Biblical Courage was available, so I snagged it. But I'm really glad it was available because it actually fits really well with a podcast. It has a triple meaning, which I'll explain. Most of the time on the podcast, I'm going to interview someone on the topic of Christian courage. Some of the time, it will be experts sharing stories of people in the Bible who had courage. 
This might be a seminary professor who's an expert on Elijah or Esther or Gideon. If you don't know who Gideon is, it's not the guy who puts all the Bibles in the hotel rooms, although there is a connection there. Don't worry, we'll get to that. Other times, it will be interviews or profiles of Christians who needed courage of biblical proportion to live for Jesus when they had tremendous pressure to cave to the culture. These might be historical figures like Polycarp or William Carey, or it could be someone today who put their job or their education or their social circles at risk when they chose to live for Jesus. Finally, I'll also have discussions with Christians about how to have courage in our culture based on biblical principles. How can we use the principles in the Bible to help navigate challenging situations? So that's the triple meaning. Biblical characters, courage of biblical proportion, and courage based on biblical principles. Before I go, I want to ask you for two favors. It really helps me get the word out about biblical courage if you review the podcast on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. So please leave me a review. Second, if you haven't already, you can sign up for email reminders about the podcast by going to biblicalcourage.com. So please sign up so I can keep you updated about new episodes. Finally, I want to tell you about Snickers. They are delicious. If you've never tried a Snickers, you should. If you've already tried a Snickers, you should get another one today. Snickers is not a sponsor. They are not paying me to say this. I just really like Snickers. I think you'll like them too. So try Snickers. It really satisfies. Okay, thanks for listening. I'm your host, Paul Horrocks, and this is the Biblical Courage Podcast.